Welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Mike. Hello. Uh, we've done a giant-sized episode and a ant-sized episode. Let's do a, just a regular-sized episode. <laughs> so, this is a man who... Space... I don't know. I don't have much else to say. Uh, Quasar. We're talking about Quasar. You know anything about Quasar? Uh, no. Okay. What do you think Quasar is or does? I imagine it stands for quasi-laser. If you were one character later, quasi would be relative, but no. Hmm. Quasar. Is it something to do with Quasimodo? You guess the name of the next person we're talking about, but no, we're not talking about that person. Uh, Quasar. Space. Space. Think space. Um, to do with, like, stars? Yeah, like Quasar in space. Quasars in space. I don't know what that is. It's like a astronomical thing. Yeah, what's he look like? Well, honestly, in the face, he looks like Hank Pym. <laughs> A little bit. Well, that's because uh, I know all white men look the same. That's fair. I man, I don't even know. He's got these sick belts with just giant golden ovals on them. He's got them on his wrists and his shins. Are those his knees? Where are his knees? His knees are a little bit above the boots. Those don't even look like knees. No, they don't necessarily. I think we're thrown off because of his shins have have all that stuff. Yeah, it could be. Is he pigeon foot? No, he's not. I think they may have messed up on his knees. I think they they knee goofed. I think they, they goofed on these knees. I'm getting uh, some what, kind of like Flash Gordon vibe. I would say Flash Gordon. If you took off the cape, it would be Flash Gordon. Yeah. Basically. But you just can imagine like a generic white dude uh, with like a cape. He looks kind of like, uh, like an alternate version of like Superman. I can kind of see that. So his name is Wendell uh, Vaughn. Wendell Vaughn? Meaning he was never first in line for anything if it yeah. was alphabetical. No, never, ever. His occupation is former lieutenant, U.S. Uh, Army, former special agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., former security chief of Project Pegasus, and new project protector of the universe. I mean, talk about going out, like, job um, escalation. He is a citizen of the United States with no criminal record. His former alias was Marvel Man. That sounds familiar to me. He was born in uh, Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. So he has a Wisconsin accent. Oh, boy. I love it when that happens. I wish that they took advantage of that whenever they portrayed them. All right, you know, Kep, what we got to do, don't you know, is we got we to gotta beat the Super Scrolls. <laughs> I love doing that voice. Oofta. <laughs> I would love to just see him just get punched like, oofta. <laughs> okay. And I was just like, what is that? Oofta. Oh, that really stung, don't you know? <laughs> Can this be the rest of the episode? Uh, no. No, it can't be. Uh, so his known relatives is his father and mother, Gilbert and Lisa. He first showed up in... Captain America, 217, The Search for Steve Rogers, January 1978. Okay. 
Um, he first showed up as Quasar in Incredible Hulk 234. His origin was in uh, Marvel 2-in-1 with the thing. So he was the second human being to wear the pair of alien energy bracelets, now known as the Quantum Mans. Um, they are now being worn by Moon, Moon Dragon's girlfriend, who does make an appearance in Infinity War. The Infinity movie? Wars. The, the comic event that's happening right now. The first was Robert Grayson, the son of astrophysicist uh, Dr. Horace Grayson, in the years before World War II. Dr. Grayson made a made radio contact with a colony of internals who lived on the planet Uranus. Mm. <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, and was given the technological uh, knowledge to build a spaceship capable of interplanetary travel. Believing Uranus... <laughs> Sorry, I read the rest of, I read the rest of the sentence. <laughs> and I could, I could, okay. Believing Uranus was a better, a better place to raise his son. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, I'm an adult again. I'm ready. Uh, I'm normally really good about not laughing at that. <laughs> he journeyed. He journeyed there and uh, was. Aware. <laughs> it was greeted uh, with open arms by. <laughs> so just to recap, he journeyed to Uranus and was greeted with open arms. Well, he he wanted to raise his son on Uranus. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> but he was met by the Eternals, and um, they, you know, they hung out. Uh, when Robert Grayson was in his uh, mid-teens, he was given a pair of energy-manipulating uh, waistbands. Waistbands? Wristbands. Sorry. Okay. No, you're wristbands. fine. I just wanted to make sure. I. Well, he did get a waistband. He did get a waistband, which is a belt. I mean, it's marble in the like. 60s and 70s it's not waistbands isn't out of the or like out of the unheard of well he got some wristbands and uh whose origin was unknown and then he and then robert decided to go back to earth where upon his father's suggestion he used the wristbands as solar conversion capacities as a weapon to battle crime um he called himself marvel boy then um established a solid reputation as one of the uh, 1950s preeminent uh, costume crime fighters. He's, I think he would be the first Marvel boy, because there's multiple ones sure. afterwards. Learning that his father was in poor health, he tried to purchase medical supplies to take back to Uranus. <laughs> what was it? What was it? Unable to get a bank loan. Upon his return, he learned that uh, unexplained disaster had ruptured the colony's perfect, uh, protective dome, killing all the inhabitants, including his father. Insane with grief, he returned back to Earth to take vengeance upon the banker who refused his loan, and thus made him waste valuable time. Uh, caught in suspended animation for a number, number of years, he eventually made it back to Earth, where he went on a rampage and called himself the Crusader. He fought the Fantastic Four when he was the Crusader. The ex-crime fighter... Uh, disintegrated himself by channeling solar energy through the wristbands improperly. The energy bracelets were undamaged. You gotta watch out for. You gotta, you know, you gotta make sure you channel the energy properly. Well, we're not talking. We're not talking about that one yet. That's the next one. Oh, that's but, the next one. Oof. Yeah, but um, I just want to say that's the most metal way to commit suicide. 
Yeah. Like, just have the sun, like, will the sun to disintegrate you. Somehow the most, like, emo and anti-emo thing ever of, like, I'm so, I'm so sad. I'm going to let the, I'm going to commit suicide by the sun. I'm going to, I'm going to tell the sun to kill me and it's going to kill me. So that then the fantastic, then Reed Richards confiscated the weapons and to investigate the power before turn before turning him uh, over to shield then they were given to dr gerbert vaughn who hypothesized the alien power transformers may be able to utilize other power sources as well uh then he got permission t- for his son to use them um as soon as as soon as he uh, went to test them it fixed himself to his wrists as soon as he used them Mm-hmm. And he was permanently linked to the powerful mechanisms. Um, he went under special training to use the wristbands as defensive weapons. And uh, he he was put in the super, super agent program under the name Marvel Man. When, when it was discontinued, he took the name Quasar instead. This is... So wait, this the whole thing with the other guy, it's not even this guy that the entry's about, is it? The entry's about this guy, isn't it? Yeah. So they want to do an extensive backstory about the guy before him? Well, this wouldn't be the first one that, that happens. It, most of the time it happens with female characters, though, where they just talk about their father until like the last paragraph. But, you know, this is a nice reversal because it, it talks about him in the last two paragraphs. Oh, well. Took the codename Quasar. Based off the power source, his father believed that it was using, which is a quasar, I mean, sorry, quasi stellar radio sources. Quasar. So, you know, the stellar part. Sure. And a quasi, and then whatever. So it was kind of close earlier. Kind of. But I said quasi laser. Like ast- astronomical things as well. No, I know. I just, but I mean, I had half of it right. Half of the reasoning behind the name. You were still leading closer to a quasi-motivational destructive organism, or Quasimoto. Oh, boy. Who is the next person we're talking about, who I've been wanting to talk about for a very long time. Good. He worked for Project Pegasus for a little bit, and then he resigned after blaming himself for allowing the Serpent Crown, a ancient uh, mystical power, power object, to... Uh, take over the minds of everyone in the project including himself and then he uh went to uranus to investigate his his band's origins guess what what he's six foot tall weighs 210 pounds has blonde blonde hair and blue eyes his known super human powers is none he just has those bands on his wrists isn't that a superpower though like no wielding okay. wielding like magical bracelets or cosmic bracelets wouldn't that be powers come from within like superhuman powers come from within because technically if someone else had those they would be able to have it right but I mean like this is this this is more semantics at this point yeah I, I what I do what I believe. And this book also kind of does it. If it comes from like a gadget or an object, you do not have superhuman powers unless it gave you those superhuman powers by like 
putting it putting itself inside you or something. To be honest, I I started to like formulate a like a rebuttal to this, but then I was like, I honestly don't care that much. Like, oh, I care, I care too much, <laughs> and that's fine. And I'm not judging. I just meant like I started to be like, now hold on a minute, and then realize like actually it's it's fine. Like I I think that wielding cosmic bracelets would count as a power, but I'm not gonna like derail this for another 20 minutes while we get into a yelling match about whether or not they're pa- it's powers. Um, I mean, I don't know. I feel like we should yell at each other for something that you don't really care that much about, and his bands mm-hmm. are in- energy manipulating devices whose origins are unknown. The bands contain two three-inch wide bracelets with a smooth unknown black material studded with small uh, with four smooth lenses whose art composition is also unknown gold yeah basically uh basically what happens is the lenses which this is what the, his father thinks uh the lenses take in an unknown energy through the lenses like the sun or the stars or something mm-hmm. you're able to Convert that energy into something usable within the bands and then project them. I like that this bracelet is basically just, it exists. Like, no one knows anything about it. No, it just exists. Yeah, I know. I like, I legitimately like that this is from a time when Marvel was like, no, we don't have to tell you what it's made of. Like, no, who cares? It exists. It's kind of like the same approach they took with the character Fastos. Yeah. Where it was just like, it's a person. Who has motivations? Question mark. (laughs) 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 Basically, uh, whenever the energies go into the band, Mm -hmm. they open up a aperture to the realm of unknown subatomic particles known as the quantum zone. Sure. So instead of having portal eyes, he has portal fists. Or wrists, I should say. His fists are just pseudo on top of the portals. The quantum bands permanently attach to their uh, rarer's wrists and are responsive to the mental commands of the rarer. Presumably until death, though, right? Because otherwise they wouldn't have got him off that first guy. Well, he did kill himself by willing the sun to disintegrate him. That's fair. So the same energy can be wielded differently depending on what the uh, wearer wants. Quasar uses his energy bracelet to create visible quasi-solid light phenomenon and to fly. Sure. He can I also mean, create like quasi-solid uh, objects. There's a lot of which, quasi something or other in all of this. Well, I mean, it is uh, quasi-stellar energy. No, I know. I just, I, that's what I mean is a lot of quasi involved all around in this character. Well, I mean, there's a lot of quasi things with the next character as well, Quasi Moto. Okay, but we're not talking about him. <laughs> we're not talking about him. I but tried I want to talk to- about him, and you wouldn't let me. No, I want to talk about him though, and I'm not going to talk about it with you. Okay, well, you know what? You don't have to say it like <laughs> I'm not invited to your eighth birthday party anymore. You're not invited to talk about Quasi Moto. Fine, I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying that every time I turn around with this guy, it's like, oh, quasi this and quasi that and quasi Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. But he can make make like quasi solid constructs, which he can like visualize. So he can make like mallets and cages and balls and kind stuff of like, like Green that. Lantern. Yeah, imagine like Green Lantern rings, but on the wrists, and you can never take them off. And quasi, 
and quasi, yeah. It's a quasi-permanent power. <laughs> because, uh, something? I don't know. Yeah, these these objects are con- uh, composed of the unknown particles from the quantum zone. Mm-hmm. Um, they're able to uh, absorb high impacts okay. uh, by shunting them off extra-dimensionally. Extra-dimensionally. Okay. So he's just like, don't punch me. And then when you punch the thing, <laughs> instead of punching him, it's just like... You, you punch a different dimension. <laughs> what? Okay, so I'm pretty sure the quantum the quantum zone doesn't have people in it. But I can I, I can imagine like a dude just in the quantum zone just randomly just feeling a punch out of nowhere. Just like, ah! <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> where did that come from? He can also produce uh, project beams of concussive force. Uh, because he's a person who has a power besides super strength. Because concussive force blasts are like the uh, the Starbucks of uh, Marvel powers. There's a there's an analogy. <laughs> you could you could always find one. Let's sure, say that. Sure. He can also use it to fly by basically putting all these uh, ambient gravitons around him and projecting the energy in the opposite direction. A.K.A. flying, except with gravitrons. Yeah, and uh, he can kind of propel at the speed determined by the amount of energy he discharges. Speed of light may be his only limit. Gotcha. Speed wise, so he could quasi fly at the speed of light. Probably he's protected by the gravitons and a shield, so he can like breathe and you know not die. Um, he has not tried to uh, go through solid matter with the uh with the ener- energy nimbus as they put on there what is that uh, just the, the cloud of energy he has around him okay. when he flies so he so he hasn't tried to fly into a wall that hit himself and they'd be like oh that was dumb i hope no one was watching <laughs> oh oofta i really thought i was gonna make it through that one don't you know <laughs> glad no one was watching oh boy egg on my face yeah, he also wears like uh, non-functional copies of the quantum bands around his waist and his uh, boots because he knows fashion. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's uh, Quasar. I mean, he is a very fancy boy. Um, I would get rid of the cape, but that's me. I kind of like it only because it's so grandiose and like space in all caps. And then as soon as he lands, he's like, "Oh hiya!" <laughs> and, like. It's like you're expecting Flash Gordon this very deep, like "Hello, Earthlings." However, it's like, "Oh boy, glad to be back." <laughs> Are the Packers on? Uh, yeah, I, I like him for the most part. Like, I never really read much about him. Like, he's kind of one of those things that kind of never really left the '70s and '80s. He is kind of boring. Like, on, like I think on paper it's funnier because it's just so much like, yeah, like the, it happens. For reasons, like he did, he did die at one point. Uh, did um, the bands stay on his arms? No. Well, then because the, it went to someone. The encyclopedia else. is wrong because it says it's it like binds forever. Well, it binds forever unless you disintegrate yourself. Right, but did he disintegrate himself? Um. Well, I would have to read the issue. I just know he dies. I just I don't know. I feel like it's. Like reading the the article, it's kind of like 
it's interesting and kind of funny just because there's in some places there's like this incredible amount of detail. And then in other places it's like, eh, just does. And also he's from, you know, he's got that sweet Wisconsin accent canonically. But yeah, so that's pretty much, that's pretty much that. Yeah. What will you have to plug? Uh, I do a podcast with my friend, Madison Jones. It's called the equalizers. We take movies that never got a prequel or a sequel, either because they're very good and don't deserve, or hmm, either because they're very good and don't need one or because they're very bad and don't deserve one. And we give them to them. Uh, we have an extensive back catalog. So uh, check it out. My name's Jesse and I don't feel like doing my plugs right now. So listen to the other ones or look in the description. Hopefully this is the episode. People just like, Oh boy, Quasar. <laughs> the whole state of Wisconsin is like our boy. Finally. Oh boy. Here we go. Oh, by the way, he was killed in the cancer verse. Oh, wow. Okay. I have additional questions, but I feel like that's its own episode. <laughs> oh, I, w- I would love to talk about the cancer verse with you, but that would be a different time. <laughs> I mean, we have to go all the way back to see. Well, it's a it's a place, so technically we'll talk about it. Well, actually, no. I, I can talk about whatever order I want to. I just decided to do it alphabetically because it was the easiest. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. Well, thank you for listening. This has been Alphabet Flight. Uh, Madcap shows you how truly meaningless life is. Bye! Bye! Bye.